0: Dear baby girl, welcome to a brand new episode. So here in Canada today we have a public holiday going on, and that means I'm going to be having a ton of fun with my kid. And one of the things that he loves, and we do this every day, I read stories to him every night, but he's he loves stories and I like stories and there's Actually, one that has been playing a lot of my mind the past couple of days. I don't know what it's called. I don't know who wrote it. I don't know if um, my teacher made it up. And the reason I say it was my teacher because I heard the story in grade three. Grade three. I heard the story in grade three. So I don't know if it is um, an Aesop's fable or if my teacher made it up or if she read it somewhere. She had told us the class verbally and it's just a story that kind of it stayed with me and well it kind of fell to the back of my mind or whatever those memories go and the past couple of days it's kind of like it's been there like the general jest and I've been trying to to figure out the details so I'm I don't remember all the details I remember the gist of the story and like the lesson of the story so I did kind of add my own words a little bit however I'm not taking credit um I am not I didn't even write this I'm now telling you verbally I'm good at writing stories we're about to see if I have any talent in verbally telling them without writing them um But if you know what the story is or where it's from, what its origins are, please contact me and let me know where it is from so that I can give credit. Because, you know, you write these stories, you want the credit. Anyway, this story takes place in a village. Not just any village, an ant village. Okay? Just outside of this village, there is this huge mountain it is gigantic it is the highest mountain that these poor little ants can possibly see at the top of that mountain there is well there's a rumor going around that the sweetest fruit only grows on top of that mountain but no ant has ever reached the top or ever attempted to reach the top well in this ant village There happened to be an entire group of young ants, brave ants, go-getter ants. And they decided, you know what? We're not going to do this together. We're going to have a competition. Because in life, there's competition. We're going to set up a competition. Anyone can sign up. And on the day, we're all going to race up to the top of the mountain one of us is bound to get the fruit and whoever gets the fruit can be the ruler of the village so they they put put up posters they advertised in their little ant way and a whole bunch of ants signed up because they were ready to go this is this is their moment you know for us new year's this is their moment they're going to do this um, some ants started training for it. Other ants started um, reading books on how to climb mountains. Started watching, you know, YouTube videos on how to climb mountains, and they they were just getting prepared. Anyway, the days went by. They were getting prepared. They were getting ready, and you know, this this was their moment. Each little ant that was going to climb was like, "I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be the ruler of." of my village, I'm going to be the first one to break this record, to get this goal. Day of the race comes around, and and a group of ants starts to race. Now, of course, there are ant spectators, and they look, there's one little ant, and he's right at the top because you know what he's he's small so he's got the um, advantage of not having that extra weight to carry he's like wiry so he can go he's got he's going and he's going and then he heard someone shout to him you can't do this you're too small the doubt started to pour into his mind and surely enough he fell so now he's gone The next little ant's climbing, climbing, climbing. And he hears, they'll never make it. So many others have already failed. And surely enough, soon enough, that little ant gets tired and falls. Then, you know, there's still a few ants in the race and they're like, okay, the odds are with us. There's many that have fallen, but we're still going blah, blah, blah then they hear as someone then this one particular ant hears someone saying oh he always gives up I don't think this time will be different he's not gonna reach the top he he never follows through with anything surely enough that ant you know gets tired and falls to the ground so now there's two little ants two little ants left in the race and surely enough these spectators who by the way are not even climbing the mountain they're just spectators shout out oh they've been at this for a while they're gonna lose their stamina they, they'll give up their arms will be tired they don't have the oomph to see this through one little ant hears this what and gives up now one little ant left. But he's nowhere near the top. You know, it's a huge mountain. He's tiny. He's going, he's going, he's going. And the spectators go, Ah, he's not ready for this. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And they say, Ah, he doesn't have the oomph to see this through. Keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. And all the while, they keep throwing all this, all these reasons why this little ant, can't do it. Why he'll never reach his goal. Why um, why the odds are stacked against him. You know? Um, but this little ant unlike the other little ants doesn't get tired. He carries on. He goes. He climbs. He climbs. He climbs. till he gets to the top. Not only does he get to the top he gets to eat from the sweetest fruit he gets to be the village ruler and he sees that there are there's a lot of a lot of fruit a lot of sweet fruit so he he just not just some over like so it rolls off the mountain to give to the other ants. Anyway he starts his climb down and when he gets to the bottom there are those little ant reporters and they say Oh Mr Ant What, how did you get to the top? What motivated you? What drove you to get to the top? What, how did you train? And they're throwing all these questions at him, as you know, reporters do. This little ant's mom pushes through the way and goes, Ow, he can't hear you. He's deaf. And baby girl, the lesson in that story was all the other ants were listening to what other people were saying to the spectators who were not even in the race. And they let that get to their head. This little ant was deaf, so he didn't hear any of the comments. What we need to do is we need to be deaf ants. When someone starts to tell us why we can't do something, why we can't achieve our goal, we need to switch off our hearing and become deaf ants to them. Because chances are, they're not even in the race. Chances are, they're spectators. Right? And I think that story has been re... What's the word? Like, reintroduced almost into my memory. (laughs) Fuck, no. Reintroduced sounds so weird. No, Okay, so I think my brain went... To it, wherever it stores memories, and pulled it out, just because I've had a moment like that this week where I was told that okay, so story was um, I was upset and I was angry, and I've I don't know why, but I've always done my best writing, my most inspirational writing, when I'm angry. It sounds so weird, and it's almost like therapy for me. So took out my phone and started typing. This person comes in and they're like trying to look. And I, I'm a writer. And if you can ask any writer, you do not read our words until we're ready for you to read our words. So I hide. And they ask, what are you doing? So I said, just writing. Writing what? No, I'm just writing. Really? And I quote, your book is going to be terrible because nobody wants to hear um, an angry author so it's like one this person what I was writing was not angry it was just I got the fuel and the therapeutic and I needed to write something and it was not negative was not angry it was not about this was it about the situation and I can't remember but I remember thinking what I was writing was not angry and they had not read it and they were already being a spectator and telling me that um, my book is going to be terrible, (laughs) right, they then spent the next 10 to 15 minutes um, telling me that um, I'll never get this book published, it's just, I'm taking too long, blah, 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 and all these negative things, and basically being really condescending. And I, I then asked, cause a year ago, something like that would have affected me. I would have been one of those ants that kind of fell, right? Not even a year ago, but before starting on this podcast, this podcast has really helped me grow. Um, but now it was just like, I just found it amusing. Like you're saying that my book is going to be terrible. You haven't even read it. <laughs> You haven't even read my book. Goodness me. Okay, I I know that my book's not going to be terrible because I am pouring my heart and soul into it. I don't just write when I'm angry, and I write continuously. And then they tell me it's gonna, it's taking forever. I'm like, you know, it wasn't the first time that day that I worked on my book. I'd been like since the new year. I've been writing a whole lot more. And, and then I, I asked this person, well, when last did, did you work on your goal? Which is not writing, by the way. And their response was that they haven't in a while. And then it all kind of clicked. Ah, this person, whether they are conscious of it or subconscious, um, or not conscious of it, they're feeling insecure because even though my book is taking a long time to be written i'm still working on it i'm still it's still going forward whereas they've just completely stopped they are not advancing towards their dream whereas i am um and it just kind of oh it made so much sense and i remember saying to this person you know A year ago what you said. Like the things you're saying to me. Would have affected me. But they don't anymore. I've I've grown as a person. They do not affect me anymore. And this person. Within a minute. Left the room. Left the conversation sorry. And I was thinking. Wow. They were really. Condescending. They were really starting to irritate me with their behavior but they were not affecting me if that like they weren't affecting how I felt about my writing or they weren't making me doubt my abilities or like think that there's something wrong because my timeline is not their timeline you know um and it just it felt great and that's the the end story had kind of already been on my mind And when all that happened it was like oh i'm the little ant i am no longer the ant that's falling that's you know uh listening to to what the spectator ants are saying i've learned to be to become the deaf ant where it needs when it needs being and but at the same time right i'm able to listen to when I am getting constructive criticism, because constructive criticism is going to help me, right, for example, um, saying, oh, your book is taking too long to finish, you'll never finish it, you'll never write it, you'll never even get it to a publisher, that's being, you know, a spectator, um, but, but saying something, but someone saying, hey, this is just an idea, if you, like, jot down your all your 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 ideas like this or or like that then you might be able to get through it faster you know because i see you're taking long longer than normal um and i know it's your first book so it would but here this is just some tips you see the difference they're both saying you're taking too long but one is like building you up and the other one is just trying to tear you down and baby girl i hope that you are the type of girl that is building not just other women up other people up right because let's be honest let's say we made it to the top it's pretty lonely up there without people so i hope that as you're climbing up you're reaching your hand down and pulling someone else up with you because um if you look to to your left there'll be someone pulling you up on that side and that way you can turn to your right and pull someone up you know never ever miss the opportunity to listen to someone in need and even if all you can do is pray for them there's someone that that um i haven't spoken to in years and i worry about this particular person just because of the country that they live in because a lot of my family lives in that country so you know what? I stand up a little prayer. That's all I can do. And yeah, do not hesitate to pray for a stranger. Even if you've never met them, if you don't know their story, if you just if you're walking on the street or you're on the subway or on the bus or you're driving and you just you see someone and you get a sense that you need to pray for them but you don't know what for pray god knows what for but you never know if you are the only person praying for someone else can you imagine if no one is praying for you and you're walking on the streets and your life's a mess and a stranger who doesn't know your name who hasn't even had a conversation with you who maybe you haven't even noticed them on the streets God told them to pray for you and they did? That one person prayed for you and now your life is so much better because that prayer allowed God to perform miracles? What if you are that only person for someone else? You know what, baby girl? Do you know what I mean? You don't need to know someone to pray for them. You don't need to know someone to to care for them. You really don't. So, with that this week, this month, this year, this life, baby girl and boys, I keep forgetting there are some boys to listen to, you are going to be deaf ants. Listen to, um, listen out and to, um, oh, see, it's two, it's like, it's three in the morning. Listen out to positive, or not even positive it can be negative but constructive ego listen out for constructive criticism but the moment you notice that it's not it's just you know spectator ants go deaf on them just go deaf on them they're spectators you're in the race they they don't know what what they're talking about Be spectator ants do not be uh, uh, be spectator ants uh, can you believe it no if actually, yes, if ever you are in a position to be a spectate, spectator ant, do not shout out mean things, shout out praise, shout out things like you can do this. You got this, you know, just one more step up, just one more climb up, be that spectator ant, and pray for people. Always, always, always. Anyway, baby girl, I will see you soon. I love you forever. Bye.